This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Second and five from the 22, Pierce again, over the middle, 20, breaks a tackle, 15, 10, gang tackle inside the five, does he stay on his feet, he does down to the two-yard line, what a run by Damian Pierce, got out of trouble again and again until Cisco brings him down, first and goal, Texans. Yes, got out of trouble by murdering people with his body, Damian <laughs> Pierce. <laughs> He's, uh, his body's a registered weapon. Right. Can we do that, can we get that done, Harris County? Yeah. Wait, can we somebody uh you know what? I feel like that's something we could have done like 30 years ago. The HPD would have uh you know declared him a, a, a deadly weapon or deadly something. Deadly weapon. But yeah. In the now in these current times it's just I, the, the the police department doesn't want to do anything that's going to possibly look like like oh I can't believe you guys are taking this Yeah. Cavalierly. It's yeah, a different yeah. time for sure. So, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Damian Pierce. You're going to have to just go on without your body being officially a death. Right. Weapon. I want to walk around in public with Damian Pierce so people can be like, oh, you guys, uh, you guys buddies, your friends? Like, no, open carry law. That's my weapon right here. <laughs> Either that or Damian Pierce just goes full Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's just like, hell yeah, I'm a registered weapon. I'm a deadly weapon, just like all these other ones <laughs> that I got. I can't wait. And then to... just go shoot like Yosemite Sam. Yeah. <laughs> just go okay. shooting off into I'm the. Putting distance. a pin in this idea and asking him about this in the post game next year. <laughs> Uh, so that was Damian Pierce against the Jags in week five. We all remember that run, and it was immortalized last night at the NFL Honors. We talked about this earlier this week. It was one of three runs that was up for angry run of the year. The award, a golden scepter. Here's what it sounded like last night at the NFL Honors award show. This was Kyle Brandt of Good Morning Football who does a great job with this feature every week, the angry runs feature. where it's, He gets you know, a little bit. I get nervous for him. Yeah, he sounds he's like he's like, about to have a heart attack. Yeah, like he's in good shape, but he he sounds like a fat guy going upstairs when he does this segment because he's like he's animated the whole time and he's screaming and yelling like he's trying to sell you a sham wow. Yeah, and yes. it's uh, it's kind of crazy. It is, it's yeah. an infomercial. It is. So uh, here he was running out onto the stage last night to intro- to introduce the award. Good evening, honors. We just saw something beautiful on the stage, and it's time to do something fun every week. 
Every year I crown the NFL's angriest runner and baddest mother, and I send them this. This is a scepter. This is an angry scepter. All the cool kids got one. Josh Allen's got one. Derrick Henry has a closet full. Quinn and Williams, A.J. Brown, you name it. And someone in the house is getting one right now, tonight. Honors, are you ready? All right, so that was him, and they were ready. He introduced Rashad White, Tampa Bay, Week 10. He stiff-armed, pie-faced the Seattle Seahawks. It was very impressive. And then the next finalist was our very own Damian Pierce. And our next finalist, Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce. His first name is a devil. His last name is a verb. And he unleashed all of them on the entirety of Duval County. This is a disgusting run that I think is still going on. This dude is still picking teal out of his teeth. You are a bad dude. This, this, this award is about anger. I love you. I love you, Damian Pierce. That's my man. All right. So, and just to set the visual, Wait, was I, that the actual? Was he giving him the? Award no, he was introducing just, him as a finalist. Introducing him as he the, was okay. literally. I did a bad job setting up the visual. He literally was on stage with the scepter, introducing the award. Then he went out into the crowd where each of these yeah. three guys were sitting. They were all sitting on the aisle. Personally, yeah, stood yeah. next to them with the scepter while the video was playing, like hyping. Up. Damian was just sitting there with that big. Georgia grin on his face, just laughing the whole time. It was great. So so he, he introduced Damian Pierce, and then third was Najee Harris. Najee was having none of it. He just kept his face straight. And he, like, Kyle Brandt's like asking him a question, like, Najee, were you angry during that run? And Najee's like, sure. And Kyle Brandt's like, sure, I'll take sure. Yeah, so, um, Freaking white people. <laughs> so... So here, so he introduced all three, Rashad White, Damian Pierce, and uh, Najee Harris. So here's Kyle Brandt announcing the winner is... The winner of the angry run of the year and the golden scepter is my man, Damian Pierce from the Houston Texans. The Texans get a win. Wield it. Wield it, Damian. Take your feet. This is my man. Wield it. We love him. We respect him. And we fear him. Damian Pierce, angriest runner of the year. Let's go to my childhood idols, Emma Smith and Barry Sanders. Boom! Wheeled it. Dude, he like walked up and took a knee. He like genuflected and handed, he did like the two-handed handing of the scepter to him. Like he didn't, he didn't heard... hand it to him like he was passing a baton. He held it like it was like it was 180 degrees, you know, like hold, yeah. holding it lightly with two yeah. hands. Like a sword, yeah. Like yes, hold yes, a like sword. a sword. Yeah. That's right. That's, oh, my God. I've never heard, like, wield used quite like that before. That's awesome. Wield it! Wield <laughs> it! <laughs> it was really good. It was, uh, honestly, like, usually... And I like over the top stuff like that. Yeah. I like you know because now I'm a big time WWE fan. That's right. Uh, these days, it, but uh, like even when he does it on when he does it in his studio show, it's a little bit out of place because nobody else on that show is like a Michael Irvin type of personality or anything. So it feels a little out of place doing it there uh, in front of everybody. It sounds a lot more. It sounds right. Yeah. Sounds oh right. yeah. And he's running around. He, and it's Seth. He has on the same outfit he wears to do it during the show. Oh, a t-shirt. He had on and a t-shirt the, uh, and the black jeans. Yeah, like yeah. So it wasn't him in a tux up there acting like a maniac. Like he was literally in his Angry Runs uniform that he wears. No, those, dude, I bet that scepter. We'll have to ask Damian Pierce that. Those unique awards, like yeah, well, I told you my my Ed Black Courage Award that is that pewter helmet. It's the coolest like, it's, thing ever, man. It's unique and it's really really cool. And yep. it's uh, partly because it's unique. It doesn't just look like something from the trophy shop. So yeah, I bet the scepter. I bet those guys really uh, like the scepter. A and then B, it's a pretty cool award. Yeah, like, we used to have that. Like T-shirts are big when you get like a weekly award. 
And I remember on defense one year, we had some kind of – it was a award for basically, like, the most physical game. Like, the guy that had the most, like – physically impressive just dominating plays Mm -hmm. and it was like a badass like skeletor looking thing in a football uniform um like a black t-shirt with this this yeah it was pretty cool like you got excited when you got that thing it was uh, it was was a nice thing to have in the closet that's awesome that's awesome hey um the it felt like a little bit of a shot at the texans hey ben can you play the one where he announces the winner again one more time you don't have to play the whole thing i'll cue you down the winner of the angry run of the year and the golden scepter is my man, Damian Pierce from the Houston Texans. The Texans get a win. Okay, right there. Oh, oh, The Texans oh. get a win. What the hell? Hey, we had like three of them. Hey, man, All we right, had dude. one too many in the eyes of some. Yeah, pay attention, why don't you? Yeah. We're 1-0 in our last one game. That's right. <laughs> we wanted to go 0-1. Yeah. We, we, we win when we're not even trying to. We're not even trying to win, yeah. except they were. Yeah. But so uh, it was, yeah. yeah. So yeah, back Shouldn't off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, all we're doing is stacking up W's these That's days, it, man. That's we won it. the off season, mm-hmm. which is something that every football coach will tell you you're not too, uh, you're not supposed to do. You don't get any. You don't get a trophy for winning the off Dude, season. They yeah, are winning the die. off season right now, though. <laughs> I know there's been no draft choices made. I know there's been no free agency moves made. Not even any yeah. trades that have been agreed to yet. So right now, if the offseason were a thing, if it were a yeah. race of 32 runners, the Texans have taken the early lead. The firing of D'Amico. It is a good thing to say. Like, you know, you don't get credit. For, you, don't, you, don't, you don't win a championship in the offseason or whatever. I, I don't know. Like, but, but what they're really trying to say is that, like, you can't really make that award until the end of the season. Yeah. You don't know. Of course. You don't know who had the best offseason until the season really right. gets underway. Yep. Kind of like the Nobel Prize is awarded like 30 years after somebody does something. Because they're like, oh, wow, this thing you did, that, that this whole penicillin thing, turns out it was kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude, Here you go. Yeah. Um, as far as like D'Amico goes, by the way, D'Amico won assistant coach of the year, so that's good. We're going to claim that one. Miko um, is our our penicillin. He he he's a, be. it's like discovering penicillin. You're gonna be like, okay, people won't know exactly quite what they have until all of a sudden, boom, uh, live saved games one. They um they are cranking out so much content on the Texans website with D'Amico, like different YouTube videos and stuff. Like they have episode three of his first two. They're doing a series of his first two days on the job. Yeah, and they put out episode three sometime in the last day or two. I just saw it last night. And it's basically following him around. They, they, they follow him into him going into his office for the first time. Yeah, it says yeah, D'Amico yeah. next to the door. Yeah. And they, they have him, they, they're with him uh, while he's doing an interview with Rich Eisen. They're with him while he's at some, looks like a private function for maybe high level season ticket holders or sponsors. He's there with the McNairs and with Nick and with Greg Grissom answering questions. And all I could think is I'm watching this, I'm like, <laughs> I'm glad D'Amico is such an agreeable person. I'm trying to picture them doing this type of series with Bill O'Brien. <laughs> like, O'Brien was pretty open to, uh, well, for a while there, I guess he was pretty open to doing whatever he used to be told him to do. He was kind of his, uh, yeah. he, was, he was trying to let, it's a shame with that whole dynamic, the misjudging of Easterby and what he could be used for because O'Brien was for a while reportedly, uh, like for, from talking to people over there, like whatever Easterby said to do, like O'Brien was like, okay, cool. That's our, like, you know, like, he, he had a certain amount of mental space cleared up by allowing Easterby yes. to handle stuff. So, like, if Easterby had told him to do, like, hey, look, I think you should be devoting this amount of time to media that'll help for this, that, the other, I feel like he would have done it. Like, he just, he was, um, it was, uh, it was just the, 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 a matter of just kind of trying to not overthink 
try to make things as automatic as possible in the areas where you, you don't want to be wasting energy thinking about it. Pre-2018, O'Brien would have been kind of okay with being followed around. To an, to an extent. I mean, they're really following D'Amico around a lot. It's been awesome yeah. to see. Like, it's cool to watch. Um, I just I don't know how I would do with a camera following me around all day long. Um, but post-2018, 2019, O'Brien, I'm pretty sure I, that might not have worked. <laughs> You're stressed out. You're yeah. St- yeah, I don't think it would have worked. Yeah, um, yeah I don't, yeah, don't want to. I, I think that for the most part, you got to remember, too, I don't think D'Amico's actually doing a whole bunch of stuff. It's just that they've, you know, they've turned, they've, they've taken content uh, and turned it, they've taken a lot of raw content and turned it into other, uh, other stuff. these YouTubes, yeah. Don't worry, D'Amico's a head coach, not a YouTube creator. Right, He's right, not like, right. Yeah. D'Amico's not up, you know, editing editing shorts and yeah. everything for his, like, hey, we need to repurpose this into yes. Instagram now. He's, uh, I think he's just being a football coach. It's just there are cameras around, yeah. and then there you have it. If I see him dancing on TikTok, I'll start to get worried. But for now, I think it's just, uh, you're right, it's just happenstance right now. Um, they, they gave out some awards. Not No big surprises. Patrick Mahomes, MVP. Brian Dayball, Coach of the Year. I'm looking at this. The favorites all pretty much won the awards. The Jets won both Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year. That's a hell of a draft class right there. Garrett Wilson won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Sauce, which is amazing considering who was playing quarterback there. Um, Sauce Gardner, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Texan fans, I'm sure, will have some things to say about that. Dak Prescott won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Oh, um, that's a, an award. J.J. Watt won that award a few years ago. But yeah, Dak won some other award, uh, basically kind of community service based last night, too. Not from the NFL directly. So uh, good for you. Dak. Yeah. Prescott. Good job. Good job. Dak Prescott. We'll um, go back to th- trashing you tomorrow. But good job. Good job. Now, stuff, yeah. is some of the luster taken off of the Walter Payton Man of the Year award based on the news about 2020 Walter Payton Man of the Year award winner Russell Wilson yesterday? This uh, this revelation that only twenty four percent of money raised was going to the actual charities. Yeah, themselves. yeah. His why not you foundation? Why not you? Yeah. Why not me? Right. Take some of this money. Yeah. And use what was the other seventy five percent used on? That was what I was curious about. Sean. Administrative costs. A pay, well, a bunch a bunch of it was paying salaries for three employees of the charity. Okay, who are the employees? I don't know. It didn't say in the okay. article I was looking All at. Right. Right. Yeah, that's right. that's that sketch. And just for for a frame of reference, because yeah. I looked this up before, I'm going to go throwing shade at Russell Wilson. He's very easy to throw shade at. Yeah. When I see that 76 percent of every dollar is actually going to things that aren't charity related. Yeah. I got to go see what a normal number is. And I went and I googled and I read some articles. Yeah. It looks like if you're at if your administrative costs is at anything more than like thirty cents on the dollar, that's yeah. considered high. Yeah, He's at yeah. seventy six cents on the dollar. I was just curious. I used to in high school. I had to do some research. Well, like I had, I had to learn some of this because I was doing research for like which charities we wanted to donate to for for an organization we were yeah. in, and um, I remember that. But then I also remember that like if you you got you know there's different ways to massage it, and I was curious if maybe. With Russell Wilson, if somebody was like taking not the normal official charity numbers and instead saying like, okay, well they took in, if you if you bring in like two hundred thousand at a gala, but like th- only thirty thousand of it actually goes to the charity because you have to pay performers or something or, and caterers, like that's that's not that would be sketchy reporting on the part of what these guys the the media reporting it. Yep. it sounds like this is more based on the normal numbers. They he's paying. He's paying people a lot of salary to raise not that much money. In 2020, okay. the year in which he won the Walter Payton Man of the Year, in 2020, yeah. 
Now, keep in mind, that's COVID year as well, for whatever that's worth. But $257,000 went to charitable activities. $548,000 went to salary and employee benefits. Okay, yeah, that's... Uh, that's tough. It's not a lot of bang for your buck for no, what it's you're not. For. No, it's not. And yet, it's not illegal, right? No, no. It's, it's not... Um, no, it's not it's illegal. A, it's something, everybody, if you're donating to a charity, you can go, this stuff's all public information. As a couple of our listeners have pointed out, the gold standard is 10% administration cost. Yeah, that's the, the I'm looking at an article yeah. that, it, that it, says, here are the best ones to donate to. Like, yeah. American Red Cross is number one. They have 9% administrative expenses. So, in terms of that, at least, it's yeah. the best. For, for large charities. Right. Now, for smaller charities... It depends. I think there's, you know, it, it, I guess it all depends on where they are in the growth cycle. Like, if you have grand plans for how much money you're going to raise, but you're in the infancy of the, of the, of the charity. It's like you a might startup. Spending, you, might have, you might have hired a couple of pros to come in and work. Yeah. I think with the amount of money that Russell Wilson is making, um, and for as long as he's had his foundation, yeah, that seems messed he's up. He's got 12 like, bathrooms <laughs> in his house. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like, oh, we're just a startup foundation and we've, we, we've had to buy these, you know, we've had to, we've had to acquire some new employees, but the, the money's just around the corner. Yeah, I'm not buying it between him and Sierra that they had to spend 75% on administrative costs. I'm sure there's some of you, like two of you maybe, who are like, boy, you guys sure are hating on Russell Wilson. He doesn't deserve this. He still did raise that money for all these different causes or whatever. You know what the easiest thing to do to wash that taste out of your mouth is? Idiot. Is to, li- <laughs> is to listen to Russell Wilson's voice. Here was Russell Wilson on his 2020 Walter Payton Man of the Year nomination video. When I accepted the Vince Lombardi Award of Excellence earlier this year, I told the audience that I dreamed that football would take me as far as I could go. But I never thought I get to impact as many kids, raise millions of dollars, and bring resources to so many. I think back to my dad, and my dad used to always tell me, son, why not you? Now I wake up every day enthused and inspired Dude. to impact people's lives. Dude, we so need I challenge to- you with this thought. Gotcha. Why not you? Okay. Why not us? Yeah, well, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, oh, man. Dude, it just, hit, it? It, just, it just dawned on me. Just listening to it without looking at the video, yeah. he remember we were talking about Don Laprie a couple of months ago, the guy, tiny classified ads, and oh, yeah, you yeah. can become a millionaire just yeah. like I did from my one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. Russell Wilson sounds like he is selling you a get-rich-quick scheme at 2 in the morning while you are wasted eating eating Cheetos and tacos. Like, What is... um. His delivery is, is just so annoying. It's just everything feels phony all the time. Yes. Uh, it just everything feels contrived and fake and like he's he feels like a like a wooden child like a he's a a, a, a marionette. Yes. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. It, Ben, just play the very beginning again of this. I love this part too. Just the very beginning. When I accepted the Vince Lombardi Award of Excellence earlier this year, I told okay, the done. audience. Oh, yeah, what the hell is that? Done. He's, he's award dropping? When I like, re- what the he hell? Had to re- he had what to remind you. Hell? He had to remind you that it was an award of excellence. He couldn't just say when I accepted the Vince Lombardi Award earlier this year. That would have been fine. When I accepted the Vince Lombardi Award of excellence. <laughs> Wait, and it was, he, he was referencing that award as he's accepting this award? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, he was saying, like I I said in my speech for this other award that I won. (laughs) Dude, he's the worst. (laughs) He's the worst. He walks around with his Yelp reviews, man. What the hell? Oh, God. How do you? Honestly, uh, I, I, I don't understand how you trade for that guy. 
I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Trade, Seth, Especially, trade for him and then choose to spend the next five years very expensively with him. Honestly, think about how idiotic this notion that somehow Russell needs to spend more time with his teammates was. Like, that that's somehow the issue. Dude. Like, that Russell has gotten too far removed from his yeah. teammates. As if that's his choice and his choice alone. My God, There's man. probably a rule that if oh. somebody dies, their dead money doesn't count against the cap. So if he gets yeah. killed and murdered by his teammates then they can get out from underneath the contract. So that's the thing to do is have him spend more time with his teammates. They'll realize how really annoying he is, and then three of them will just just, just kill him with their bare hands. You know, yesterday we, we tried to figure out, okay, let's think about this. Who's, who, who do we think is probably a better leader, Pat Mahomes or Jalen Hurts? So we asked our military people, like, okay, which of these guys would be better like in, in ROTC? Yeah. And like in a landslide, all of our military people said, oh, yeah, Jalen Hurts by far. Right. Like – Okay, how about Jalen Hurts versus Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson would be – they'd strap him down to a bed and beat him with sacks of soap. Yes. They just wouldn't uh, – they'd, they'd gomer pile him. Yeah, no. It wouldn't even be close. He'd, ne- he'd never see the battlefield. <laughs> Guys would be bumping into each other on their way to roll a grenade under his cot. They'd be like, oh, excuse me, sorry. I didn't realize you were on your way to do it already. Guys are like, kicking are you the sure? one grenade. Guys I've are got kicking. like an extra grenade from last week. Do you? Okay. <laughs> Dude rolls a grenade under his bed. Guy rolls over and kicks it out and rolls his own. No, it's my grenade. It's going to kill him, not yours. Why not us? Oh, oh. Not us. <laughs> Hey, fellas, I know Sarge has been tough to us lately. When I was but this is what we got to do. Accepting? We got to get up early tomorrow. This is what I suggest we do. Oh I say God. we get up early and, and scramble some eggs for, uh, for the drill sergeant before he comes in. Okay. <laughs> J.J. Watt. J.J. Now this is a good segue, actually, because J.J. Watt, former man of the year as well back in 2017. J.J. Um, Watt took some similar criticism early in his career about his – social media methods and things like that. He sat down. He was on the Pardon My Take podcast with the Barstool guys, and he actually addressed that and had a great answer for why he's become kind of more self-aware on social media. He had a lot of fun things to say on this podcast. We'll get to J.J. Watt next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 